We're going to read from the gift by Hafiz. I wish I could speak like music. I wish I could put the swaying splendor of the fields into words so that you could hold truth against your body and dance. I am trying the best I can with this crude brush, the tongue, to cover you with light. I wish I could speak like divine music. I want to give you the sublime rhythms of this earth and the sky's limbs. And a joyously spin and surrender, surrender against God's luminous breath. Hafiz wants you to hold me against your precious body and dance and dance. Got away with words. Yeah. <laughs> Hafiz, the wild man. All right. It's been kind of interesting over the years how we've really moved into yet such a greater spiritual, more loving focus and more away from more, what I'd say, more psychic development. And I just find it kind of interesting because I know for myself and years ago, um, especially back in the 90s and before that, we really focused on a a lot of even uh, becoming more aware of uh, even the auric field around the body in ways to develop even more of our clairvoyance or clairaudience or clairsentience, you know, developing intuition, becoming more spiritually aware. But a lot of the techniques were also becoming more psychically aware. There's always been the underlying basis or current, if you will, of that greater awakening spiritually. But I just find it fascinating, wonderful, and interesting actually over the years how it's just been a very gradual, natural process where you rarely even hear us talk about that now and here in how we really are always just talking about meditation and loving and accepting and forgiving. But in that, we never lose sight that even in the meditation practice, what are we doing? Focusing at the seat of the soul or the spiritual eye, awakening or opening the spiritual ear. And in a sense, we're developing those spiritual perceptions Or really, we're awakening to the soul that does perceive that greater movement of the divine. So even though we may not talk so much about developing more of those psychic abilities, that it's really more developing the spiritual ability, the spiritual awareness and knowing and understanding. And in that, there are times we may have more of the what we would call the psychic ability. But that's kind of as a byproduct of really developing our spiritual senses. Because as that inner knowing or inner awakening or clairvoyance or clairaudience, whatever you want to call it, becomes more awake within us, we become more spiritually aware. But that's like secondary. In other words, it's how we're approaching this journey that's making the difference. Whereas if we focus more on the psychic, we'll usually get more of the psychic. But if we focus on the spirit, you're going to get the spirit and also whatever ability that spirit wants you to have to be able to attune yourself, to become more aware, to come to that greater knowing. But it's through a natural, if I can call it that, unfoldment 
of that movement of loving, of our spiritual awakening, simply by us loving God and allowing God to love us. Just through that simple action that we're practicing in meditation, that it begins to open those doors to all the different levels of consciousness that does go beyond the psychic. Where in psychic development, it only opens the doors, you're lucky if even into the mental realm. But yet with the spiritual awareness, it transcends through every level and realm of creation. And that's the wonderful thing in there. The nice thing is, is we really have God first and God only, or a goal or intention of returning into the heart of God, that in that, that we do have the inner knowing, the understanding, or the spiritual vision or awareness that we need to, to support us in walking this journey. So in a way, it makes it easier and a lot less work. We don't have to develop or try to develop a lot of these other awarenesses. But also, if you go back in some of the books, such as we have The Knowing of God, The Staff of the Shepherd, Love and Loving, there's some wonderful techniques in there where Jim shares about even like doing a flame meditation that can begin to help open the spiritual eye to begin to have more of that spiritual vision. But then we also have, like in Love and Loving, a, a forgiveness technique. It's not even about developing any spiritual ability or perceptive ability, but really more of doing the action of forgiveness to open to that greater movement of loving. And let alone, of course, the meditation of sound and light that we practice with the hue, the anahue, and the names of God. So we have these different techniques to practice, and it's a matter, of course, practicing them. But the wonderful thing is that spirit will lead us to where we need to be, even the techniques that are going to support us on our own awakening. But it always comes back down that inner goal or purpose or intention we have and what it is where we're really moving, what it is we really want in life, so to speak. And that's up to each of us. And then in that, then as we open to it, then spirit can bring to us that which is going to best support us on that journey. But we try to keep it simple in here. But I'm also mentioning some of the things we have, even some guided meditation CDs that give us a focus, that give us techniques and tools and purpose in really moving forward to have the greater awakening, to have that greater experience to support ourselves in what it is that we're seeking or searching for. But it is to practice that, to really awaken. But another part of this journey, besides the meditation itself, as we've mentioned before, this is the threefold pathway. Meditation is always the first and key thing in this journey of awakening. But we also speak of self-study and service. Self-study is really more a, a, a way of observing or becoming aware of our own process or awakening or our karmas or lessons in life, understanding the greater truer self of the soul, of our divinity. But also in that is becoming aware of that other self as well, if you will, the false self. Really that has a lot to do with self-realization through the mind, the emotions, the imagination, and the body. That's all part of the learning because as we walk through our karmas, we're going to learn about these things. And that unfolds through this process of self-study. That's also why we encourage 
journaling and other techniques because those are things that can support us in that greater awakening. But there's also this other action of service. And most of the time in here, you'll hear us talk about the first action of service is really doing the meditation because that's the greatest service to take care of yourself. And as you do that, as you awaken to the greater loving through that service to yourself, well, then you've got that loving also to share with others. And that's really the greatest service that any of us can give to one another is that action of simply loving, just loving. And that's why Jim and I hold to that so much because we know as far as the outer actions, because often when we hear the word service, we think outer expression, outer action, serving others, doing for others, doing something good in the world. And that is a part of service. We just don't give a lot of focus to that because we don't want people getting too focused on the outer. We know that as you focus on the inner and your own awakening to spirit, that a natural part or a natural expression of that awakening will also be extending that loving to others. And that other loving we extend to others is what we could also call or term selfless service, where we're going beyond ourself in serving others. Well, I want to just talk a little bit about this action of service to others and realizing that that is part of this spiritual journey, that as we extend beyond ourselves and really to the self of others, that we call selfless to ourselves, but as we serve as an expression of loving in that service, then it benefits all concerned. And you know the funny thing with that kind of service? It's still serving you, even if you call it selfless. It's still serving you, but it's the greater you. It's the soul that's beyond the self. Because in that expression or sharing of loving of the soul that transcends the self, that in that action of service, it begins to stir the loving awake in that which you are serving into the world whether it be with other human beings, whether it be with animals, whether it be with the plant kingdom, the mineral kingdom, whichever kingdom it is, that extension of the soul's loving in that service, it serves in a much, much greater way. But one of the other keys I want to share as in a sense, a technique or like a tool that you can support yourself with on this journey is that if you ever find yourself becoming, let's just say, a little bit too self-focused, I don't want to say self-centered, like egotistical, but maybe self-focused, that sometimes we can get a little bit too wrapped up in ourselves. You know, all of our problems, all of our karmas. Oh, my God, my karma. I've got all this stuff to deal with to try to get free of. Oh, my God, I'm not doing enough of the inner work. I'm not doing enough meditation. I'm not doing enough enough of the loving and accepting and forgiving. You know, when you, in a sense, get too inwardly turned and start being hard on yourself, and then it's a struggle now, rather than just living this pathway as a gentle, easy flow of loving, that if we get too self-focused, we can actually begin to, in a sense, create this energy backup on ourselves. And then it can begin to create a disturbance or an imbalance within our own consciousness. And so these are the things we have to be watchful for 
as we walk a spiritual journey, as we walk our life with the spiritual focus, inwardly and loving, that at times extending ourselves in actions of selfless service out into the world to assist others, to assist, again, whatever, whether it's the human, animal, plant, mineral kingdom, whatever it is, that as we extend ourselves, that action of service outside of ourselves can actually be a wonderful tool or technique to get us out of our own junk, to get us out of our own self-focus where we're too caught up in our own dynamic and our own process to do something different, if anything, to distract yourself from all that stuff that's now, in a sense, backed up on you, to get out and go do something. We've even talked about like journaling or going and exercising or going and doing something to get out and to move the energy. So in a sense, I'm calling this action of selfless service like another technique to help move the energy, but it's a different way of moving the energy that can serve not only you, but another spirit, if you will, in the world. So what am I saying? I'm saying take the time, even in the littlest actions, to start looking at even sharing your loving, expressing it into the world. Whatever works for you, there's so many different ways to do this. You can simply do it by going out and volunteering at an organization. You know, there's a lot of things out there from hospice to Meals on Wheels to, you know, the Animal um, Humane Society to Big Brothers, Big Sisters to all. There's so many things out there to go get involved with. But I don't mean go get involved like another job now where you create all this other stuff. I'm talking about doing something that can be simple, that maybe is once in a while or once a week or whatever. It doesn't even have to have a regularity to it. It can be something you can do as needed so that you keep this wonderful focus of loving to support yourself in getting too caught up in your own inner dynamic. That's what I'm talking about, to support yourself. Because when you do it to support yourself, it's going to support other people automatically. If you're doing it just for others and it's an overextension of yourself, you'll know because it'll be part of you feeling now overwhelmed with life. I've already got too many things going on. Now another thing you're suggesting to go and extend myself further, make my life more complicated when you talk about simplifying all the time? No, I'm not suggesting to do that. I'm suggesting to pay attention in that this is simply another action or tool you can use to support yourself on the spiritual journey when you find yourself getting too caught up in your own process. Because when you're too caught up in your own process, and even when you go into meditation to help move the energy or clear that away, you may find yourself going into meditation and getting more caught up in your process. Anybody know what I'm talking about? You ever find yourself doing that? Even with LAF, you're trying to forgive everything, love everything, accept everything, and then it seems like it gets heavier. I'm talking about that. When you find yourself in that type of mode, to go do some service, be of service to another. Because in that extension of loving, it begins to take all that you've now created in yourself or put on yourself where that energy backs up and now gets it to now move. Is that river of loving. 
The river's got to come in and through you and keep on moving. If you're blocking it in some way by being too self-focused, that river's going to back up inside of you. So you've got to find a place or a way by which also to now share that loving, to keep that river moving. And that's part of this action in this world. And it can be even simply with family or friends. Just even family or friends. You don't have to go out to other organizations or things in the world to volunteer time or services. Just even in your own family. You know, maybe you've put something off just doing something around the house that your partner keeps asking you to do. Would you please do this and handle that? Maybe it's as simple as that. Go get it done. Go get that done. Get the energy moving and see what it feels like. See how that goes for you. Check things out. Extend yourself a little bit. The next time you're driving along and you're seeing one of these homeless people on the street corners asking for money or food or whatever, extend yourself. Give them some money. Give them some food. If you know of a job or something and somebody wants to work, recommend. Give them a ride. In other words, do something. Extend yourself a little bit. Get involved a little bit. I'm just saying a little bit because you don't have to complicate it. Give some money here. We have retreats. We do coins for kids. Donate some money. Donate some of your physical time. Do something to get the energy moving. It can be whatever you want it to be. There's a lot to participate in, and it's what I'm saying. You don't need to limit it. The key is to do something, to do something for somebody else other than yourself and see what it does. More than likely, as you do that to support yourself as an extension of your loving, you're going to find a nice experience now unfolding within. And that feels good. And the wonderful thing is, not only does it feel good, you might start to find yourself moving into greater gratitude, realizing that, hey, you're valuable and you've got something of value to share with others, to give to others, to do for others, to do with others, to extend yourself. It can be a wonderful way to even support yourself in finding a greater self-worth, self-value. I'll tell you what, the gratitude that comes in, because when you see it come back from the world as you extend yourself, and if you're really doing it in loving, you're going to find a lot of gratitude, thankfulness, and loving coming back to you. And what is that? You don't do it for that reason. Don't go doing it looking for acknowledgement. Do it because you just want to share your loving. When you really do it that way, you'll find the gratitude and loving coming back to you is a natural process because that's how loving works. What goes around comes around. As we put out loving, we open ourselves to receive more loving. As we keep giving more loving, we keep receiving. Not only in meditation with God, but as an outer open-eyed meditation with God and all of expression. And I'm not saying that to do this instead of your regular meditation. I'm saying this as another tool or technique that can support you in wonderful ways. And it's this other part of this threefold path of meditation, self-study, and service. It is that extension of service into the world, but as a true loving expression of who you are, 
not as it's because it's something you now have to do or feel obligated because we're even talking about it in here, but as you find as it may support you. That's up for you to discover. It'll be different for each of us. And all we have to do is find it for ourselves. It's funny because I know for myself, often, you know, it's usually when we go to Hawaii that Jim and I take the time to also take some vacation time. And after about two to three weeks or so, I'll find that energy inside of me like, oh, my God, I need to now do something for somebody else. I need to be of service. I need to go and do one of our workshops or programs. I need to just do something for others because in keeping that flow alive and going, it always feeds me. And I found that. I remember several years ago when we were on vacation in Hawaii, by the we were gone for three weeks. And by that third week, I remember saying to Jim, like, oh my God, I am so ready to get busy again. I'm tired of vacation. I need to get busy and start being of service again because I could feel that energy backing up inside of me and starting to get, you know, really antsy or kind of crazy or anxious. We all have our signposts to look for. And sure enough, then when we went and did a lot of our workshops and events that we do, that energy just started moving and I felt so much better because it's that extension of loving and sharing that loving with others that can make a wonderful difference. In other words, we also don't want to live in a life of isolation. We don't want to shut ourselves off from others. We want to do what we can to stay open within ourselves and also open within ourselves as we move about our life through this world. Because remember, God is in all of creation. God first and God only. So we We've got to be willing to participate, relate with God in all of creation through all these other expressions. Soul to soul, person to person, person to animal, person to plant. There's that movement of spirit. But all we have to do is move ourselves to that place of spirit and find that place of communion, communion in action, communication. And find that flow of giving and loving, just as we do in meditation with God directly, but also now with God in other forms of expression. And that's where we can find a greater fulfillment in life. A lot of us always are seeking and searching, well, what's my purpose in life? How can I live a more fulfilling life? Well, this is how you can do that, to begin to find that greater expression in the world as well as in spirit. Because really what I'm saying in the world, the approach I'm trying to communicate and share right now is really more of a sharing of just the loving of spirit in all things. In other words, so we don't limit it. Because a lot of times we will try or find ourselves trying to, in a sense, shut down from the world because we don't want to get caught up in it. We don't want to have more attachments. We don't want to create more karma. We just want God. We want to get out of here. So we're always worried or fearful that we're going to do something and mess things up and even get more hooked into the world. And that's a natural process. And that's a good thing to pay attention to. Because in doing that, we'll be more careful and be more observant and aware 
of the expression we choose to participate into the world. So that's a good thing. But don't let it become one of fearfulness where now the fear is running you. That's the thing to be careful with as well. We've got to pay attention and look at the source of our motivations or inspirations behind the choices we make. Are our choices based on loving and spirit and acceptance and forgiveness? Or are our choices based on fear, worry, judgment, attachment? Those are the things to pay attention to because depending on where we're coming from is going to make all the difference with the experience and the results of the choices we make. That's the key. It's not about the choices we make. It's about where we're coming from with the choices we're making. You know how we hear Jim all the time say, taking responsibility for our thoughts, feelings, actions, and reactions? That's what I'm talking about. If we make choices out of reaction, usually the results of those choices are not going to be as pleasant as the choices we may make out of action or loving and accepting. So be aware where you are coming from within yourself as you do make choices. And realize you've got several wonderful tools and techniques to support yourself on this journey besides the meditation on the names of God. That's the core. In the greater truth of things, we don't need anything more than just that. But the human condition, the way it works here, we always like a little bit of multiplicity or diversity. And so we have a few other techniques and tools in the toolbox that we can use here. And selfless service is one of those wonderful tools that you can choose to use to support yourself on this journey. And that type of choice, that type of tool or technique to support yourself can be very effective. It can have wonderful results in opening the door to yet greater awakenings to the divine within. It's really amazing because in my own life, I was doing three, four, five hours of meditation a day. Lots of self-study. Lots of spiritual study. But it wasn't until I really started getting more involved in the action of selfless service as well did it not open more fully for me. As I began to share that loving more and more into the world, the door just opened wider, just wider, to have yet greater awakening and awareness within myself. So this is an action on this pathway as well, is the action of service to yourself first and to others. But it's up to you to discover the balance and how that works for you. There's no one way. There's no perfect way. There's no exact way. It's a game like everything else of experimenting. And the experiment changes often too. You may find something that works for a while, and then at some point it may come to an end. And then it's time to transition to something else, or you take a break. 
Vacation's always good. Whether it's on service or whether it's on your regular work life or whether it's in your family life or whatever it is, it's good to take a vacation from time to time. Take a break. Give yourself some space. That's the other action of service is to create the space because sometimes we get too caught up in the world, too busy with things, things we even think we're supposed to be doing to support us even on this pathway. And then we find ourselves once again weighted down by all the things to do. And that gets in the way of that space to just be. We want to be in the doingness that leads us to the beingness. And so we ever need to be watchful, to be aware, so that we are keeping the space clear or creating the space so that we can have the greater experience of the being. We know when we're overwhelmed. We know when we're stressed. We know when we're too distracted or focused away from the divine and into the world. But what do we do with that? How do we take care of ourselves? How do we create the space now to bring ourselves back into that place of beingness where that loving resides? So that's the thing to ever be watchful for, to take care of ourselves, to pay attention and be aware. And never make it wrong. Balance I don't want to say doesn't really exist here. Let's just say balance is often a momentary thing where as a pendulum swings from one side to the other, all of a sudden we have a moment where it's right in the middle and balance, and then it keeps on going. And then as it swings back, whoa, right a moment, we're right in the middle, and it's nice, and then all of a sudden it swings on out. And then it comes back, and there we are again. And then it swings on out, and then we come back. That's often how it is. And that's not on a daily basis. Sometimes balance takes... Days, weeks, months, even years to unfold. So we're not even looking for balance here. One of the key principles, if you will, to remember on this pathway of sun and light is as we practice the meditation and love God and open to receive God's loving, through that initiation, God's grace comes into our consciousness. And through that action of grace... That's what balances the karmas. It is the grace that balances the karma. So, but through the action of meditation, we create the space by which we allow God's grace in to bring the balance to the karma. In other words, don't try to focus on balancing your life out. Let God bring the balance. You focus on God. And the balance comes. When you try to bring balance to get to God, you're going to be caught up in trying to bring balance. They ain't necessarily going to get you God. It just doesn't work that way in this world. But if you focus on God, then God will bring you into balance and you'll get God. It makes a difference how and where we focus ourselves and what the resulting experience is through how and where we focus ourselves. Pay attention. Don't try to clear karma. Don't try to bring balance. 
focus on God, balance comes. Focus on opening to God, the grace balances, clears karma. Important to remember. So the focus on us is God and keeping ourselves open. And as we keep ourselves open, we keep that space available for God to come in, for God to live in us and through us so that all the rest is handled. All the rest is handled. So selfless service, serving others, is another wonderful, wonderful way by which we can help to create that space. That's what I'm saying. So look at these actions of selfless service and realize, don't limit yourself. Make a study of it. Let that be part of your self-study. Oh, let me give some money here. Let me give some time here. Let me give some effort here. Try things out. Just do it and see. Go off on a whim. Be spontaneous. Do whatever it may be. Get yourself out of yourself. I'm saying this because when I got too self-focused, yeah, I did a lot of meditation, like I said, but I also got pretty depressed because I was too caught up in myself. Just be aware of that. I know I'm not speaking to everybody because I know a lot of people, you're already so busy with everything else, you're trying to let go of stuff. And that's what we usually talk about in here. It's about letting go of stuff to simplify your life. Well, maybe one way to simplify is to do a little bit of selfless service because in doing that, maybe you've got to let go of something else to do it. Maybe that something else isn't serving you as well as some selfless service might. Something to take a look at. It's never a have to. And this is a pathway of meditation, self-study, and service. But I do know the more you awaken to the loving the more the loving automatically looks to be of service. So even as you do the first line of service of meditation for yourself, as you awaken to the loving more, you will naturally find yourself being of greater service. It's kind of nice and cool how it works. But there's nothing wrong with making the effort to support yourself in doing this.